The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hello. Hey. Hey, how's Good. it going? We can, yeah. Uh, how many of you are there uh, today? There's three of us. Okay, uh, who have we got? We got Tim, I'm the guitar player. Greg, the keyboard player. Matt, the drummer. Hey, awesome, great to meet you guys. Uh, I'm James, and uh, this is Brendan. Hello, hello. hello. How are you guys doing this weekend? Good. Doing pretty good. Beautiful day here today. Oh, nice. It's all cloudy and overcast here. You guys in... oh, it's nice here. Where are you guys at? Uh, uh, I'm Brent... in... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm in uh, Connecticut and the East Coast. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, kind of cold, but bright blue skies. Nice. nice. I'm in uh, California, uh, so it's kind of weird that we don't have blue skies. <laughs> Where in California are you at? Uh, Southern California. It's uh, sort of it's uh, in Orange County, kind of between San Diego and Los oh, Angeles. Yeah, I'm from San Diego. I'm from Oceanside. Oh, awesome! That's not far from me, actually. I, uh, I've been down there a bunch of times. Nice. It's pretty Are cool. Are you from Australia? Uh, sort of. Yeah, I lived there for like a, a long time. I'm from New Zealand oh, okay. uh, originally, but I lived lived in Australia yeah, for I, years. I spent a lot of time uh, in Anchorage. I love New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, really? Over the man. I I never knew I liked lamb so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine yeah it's uh I, it's an awesome place I, I miss it a lot but like the only thing is there's not much uh job opportunity there because it's such a small country it's like the whole country is four and a half yeah million. oh wow yeah absolutely tiny yeah, and don't don't she um, number humans like three to one there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I yeah, yeah they do like, um dude that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, we're moving. They're moving more into dairy now, so like the sheep numbers are dropping. And there's more and more cows. Okay. That's interesting. But yeah, Australia is the same. No one knows it about Australia, but there's actually way more sheep than people in Australia. <laughs> I would never guess that, honestly. <laughs> and there's like I don't know what is it seven times as many kangaroos as Dude, people those as well. Things are gnarly. The red kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty scary. I Australia too, and I was I spent some time in Australia, and they they were saying the truckers like when they hit them. Like it ruins their truck, but the kangaroo's like fine. <laughs> like they're that oh, yeah. early, dude. My, they're uh, that massive and that muscular. Like that's insane. They get up trying to fight the truck. My yeah. uh, <laughs> my dad lives out in the outback in this like little tiny town, and uh, every time he drives back, he has these things called like a ruba, which is like your version of a bull bar on the front of his car. Um, just if you get hit without one of those, you die yeah. pretty much. Um, oh. And he. He hit a kangaroo like a few weeks back, and uh, the whole car like almost like stopped in his tracks, and the thing just bounced yeah, off and crazy. kept running. It's crazy Jeez. how muscular yeah. those things are, man. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This is James from Cave Dweller Music. I have Brendan here with me as usual, uh, and today we have True Villains with us. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hey, what up? Uh, so, who have we got here today? Oh, we got Tim. I'm the guitarist in the band. Greg, I'm the keyboardist. Matt, I'm the drummer. Awesome. Uh, good to have you guys on. So who, who, are, miss who are we missing today? We're missing uh, Bo, the lead singer, and uh, Barry, our bass player. I don't think they, okay, they might yes. still be sleeping. I don't know. No, they're in a calisthenics class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good for them. So if anyone who's listening today who, who isn't familiar with your band, do you want to just tell us who you guys are, where you're from, and a little bit about yourselves? Uh, well, we're we're kind of from all over the entire country. Uh, I'm from New York. Greg is from uh, North Carolina. Matt's from San Diego. Uh, Bo is from Minnesota, and Barry's from Florida. So basically every corner of the U.S. And uh, yeah, we all met here in Nashville and had a mutual love for rock and roll. And, you know, this band is the result pretty much. Awesome. And obviously you guys have, well, you're a modern rock band. There's a lot of modern twists, but you have some inspiration from the classic sort of 70s, 80s style. Um, what made you guys sort of pick to go down that path? Well, uh, well we kind of got pushed in that direction because uh, we started off writing more, uh, more on the classic rock side. Um, and then 
you know, because we didn't we didn't want to be just another like active rock radio band. And I'm not like I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, talking down about a spe- any specific type of genre. But I, I guess we wanted to be a little bit more on the classic side. But then we started working with a, a producer who was like, you know, like, let's kind of make this a little bit heavier and sometimes and and kind of because we all like that type of music, but we just didn't want to we kind of wanted to be uh, like outstanding from other types, you know, like just something that set us apart. Uh, because Bo has such a distinct mm-hmm. voice uh, that you can't really like like Bo singing over like heavier types of riffs just didn't seem to make sense to us. But we've kind of found a way to to like mesh together the old like classic style with like a new contemporary modern rock vibe. And um, we're super stoked with the result. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and like you've, you guys probably don't know this about us, but our site has a general rule that we don't uh, review or interview hard rock bands. Um, not for any reason that we don't like it. It's just we had, uh, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of hard rock bands submit their stuff to us and we were just getting so submersed in that stuff. We couldn't even deal with the emails. Some of um, them were just kind of just generic, nothing yeah, special. Like, yeah. Good music, but like it, it wasn't anything that was outstanding. And then like it's just like how many of these times can we just be like, you know, it's you. You guys are great musicians, but it's just not what yeah. we want to spend our time doing. Yeah. So when Sam emailed us, I saw the the description. I was like, oh, we're probably gonna have to say no <laughs> to the general rule." And I checked out one song. And I was like, "No way! I'm, we're covering these dudes. These guys are awesome." So, yeah, you guys really stand out. I'm just wanted well, to say that to you. Means a lot. Thank you. So does that mean you like it, or is it a yeah? It a uh, it's definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's outstanding. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's actually good i um i've been listening to it for the last uh week or two weeks or so now um since i kind of like james is like yo check these guys out like we got this coming up and i was like all right yeah let's let's see what's going on and i put it on and i'm like who is what wow damn this is awesome you know like it's like the kind of music for me that like you know, springtime's coming around and you just want to blast your music with the windows down. And like a lot of like music I listen to is kind of disgusting to people. <laughs> so when I have my mu- windows down and stuff like that, they're like, oh my God, you know, but then like, I feel like when I have something like this playing and I'm just, everyone's just like, oh yeah, let's go. I'm following this motherfucker, you know, like, let's go. Oh, that's awesome. Now, if you could just get a, you know, a few million more yeah. people and feel exactly the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> springtime like going and, no. and digging a grave you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man no i think what you guys like really have working in your favor is like you've got that modern uh sound that kind of pushes things a bit which attracts guys like us who listen to a lot of different music um but then you also have the classic stuff because i showed you guys to both my dad and my stepdad because they're both like classic hard rock nuts and uh they're like this is really good. I didn't realize people still made good oh, music like this. So, I think you kind of um, you kind of get getting people in both camps to follow you, which oh, is yeah, kind of cool. That's kind of the goal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Stepdad rock. It's a new genre. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think the the interesting yeah. thing is everybody has like all five of us have very unique uh, tastes in music, and I think that kind of reflects in the you know when we write. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, you have uh, like that song Blood in the Water, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, not necessarily super dark, but it's like, you know, it's kind of, it's got a good theme for it, you know, and then you're like, you hear like, you're like, all right, what kind of song is this? And then you hear how it's actually played and you're like, all right, I see what you did there. Like, fuck yeah, you know, it's like, um, it's just like really good, like kind of dark dark i don't know what to call it like it's just really that's, good that's great man. and that's kind of, that was like uh something that uh was brought to our attention was like okay you guys have the classic rock stuff but if you want to be competitive like in the modern uh like rock genre market i guess like you guys kind of got to add a little bit more bite to what you do and so that was that was kind of what pushed us in that direction and like we'd never had breakdowns in our songs before and I come from like the Southern California, yeah. like hardcore metal scene. So like getting to play breakdowns in this band has like totally made me that much happier. Cause like, that was what I grew up playing was like that type of music. 
So I don't know. For me, it, it just nice. adds that much more excitement to to get to play in a band is is get to yeah. Break. I I grew up uh, grew up uh, playing like not playing but listening to tons of hardcore music and all that and love yes. and appreciate it. Just gets down. the people going, you know? man. Yeah. Exactly. You know, when it slows it down a little bit and you're just like, oh, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. You're like, whoa, hell yeah. It's like in the words of Kid Rock, get in the pit and try to love someone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to like classic rock style music, though. But it's like, it's like, yeah, it's it's amazing. I think it's really good. It's definitely unique. And it's, uh, I don't know. I'm definitely looking forward to like an album or something, whatever you guys got. Yeah, we're working on probably getting in the studio in the near future again, Duke few more tracks and then kind of see how we release it awesome i had a question for you guys regarding some of the other tracks because i was watching some of those like uh live those live videos you did to some of the bars and stuff on youtube and like the song like uh some of you loving um those sort of things are they going to be on an album or are they just sign of things you play live uh, we've actually recorded those but they just never they never really got released that was kind okay. of like, uh some of your loving was actually a really early on song that we wrote once Bo had joined the band, that I I personally love that song. Right. So hopefully, you know, one day we can rework some of those uh, and get them on an album. But I don't know. That could don't. be on your solo record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It's not on the on the on the docket at the moment. But that was kind of in our when we were okay. kind of leaning more towards the classic rock vibe. But I mean, we could put it through the filter of the, right. the modern true villain sound for sure. Yeah, I really like that song. Like, that's one of my favorites of, uh, that I've heard of yeah, you guys. I, I really love good. that song as well. It's kind of like got that yeah. bluesy sort of vibe to it. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, when we when we started working with Nick. Uh, one thing that I think was pretty interesting is that when people listened to us, he didn't want them to even remotely think we were from Nashville. So I think that that right. played a little bit of a role into what we've been putting out recently. So how did you come to work with Nick? Because Nick's like a, a pretty big time dude. Um, he's worked with some major. That was actually kind of a I don't know. That was that was a, a, a friend of a friend type thing. Um, we have a friend here in town uh, who knows him and said, "Hey, like, I feel like you'd like these guys." And he actually came out to. Like not the best show that we should have showcased. <laughs> yeah, like the most unlikely of, of yeah. spots. <laughs> it was kind of like this ominous thing. Like, is he here? Like, is he even here? Like, he kind of like snuck in, didn't really introduce himself to anybody, and then just sent us an email, like the next day, and just like, yeah, I want to work with you guys. And it was like, what? Like he was there, <laughs> and uh, and we didn't have Greg with us. That's why I liked it so much, is because I wasn't on the game. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and it was like this, like, you know, dive bar. We only played like three songs. It was like this, uh, songwriters type thing. And it was funny too, cause it was like a bunch of country acts and then us. So like, you know, and we run into that problem <laughs> a lot, like being in Nashville where it's just like, we play these shows where it's like country act, country act, country yeah, act. Yeah. It's like us. a bill that makes no sense for us to be on. And but... then like, you know, another country act and, and, uh, but I think like, in a way that makes it cool because then it's like people are totally not ready for like what's about to happen and then they just get like punched in the face and the, sa- the sound guys love us because we don't have any tracks yeah you know, to deal with so they're like yeah all right i'm gonna have some oh fun wait real band. musicians awesome you know and then like half of the room because <laughs> they hate it and then the other half of the room is like hell yeah like, ah. this band rules you know so Dude, I, remember, yeah. I remember the one show we played like that. There's this lady in the front row plugging her ears. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then Bo. <laughs> he's like, "Well, if you didn't like that one, you're not gonna like the rest of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny, like, the dudes that went to the bar with their girls who wanted to see the singer songwriter are like, dude, I'm so glad I came out tonight. Like, finally, like, there's a band that, you know, like, I can enjoy. So, not that dudes can't like singer-songwriters, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was honestly like a kind of a casual thing, you know, how, how the Nick relationship came to be. It wasn't anything super formal. Yeah, super formal. He just came and checked us out at a, like, like they said, a gig that, you know, it wasn't necessarily the best gig for him to come see us at. But, yeah. <laughs> And so he's basically yeah. in Nashville. I uh, never then. think that, honestly, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
that's kind of you guys are kind of doing the world's work converting <laughs> country fans to uh heavier music mm-hmm. yeah you're the <laughs> yeah, gateway there honestly, like from, in my opinion most people in nashville or most people that like country music and and like all these different genres, you know, they still like rock music. People will like rock music, like country music. So kind of like, for example, yeah. I remember, uh, I don't know if anybody's yeah. familiar with when Metallica put on their own festival back in like 2012, the Orion Festival. Uh, yeah, they, they put, they only did, two, they I only did it two times. They did one in Atlantic City and then they did another one somewhere else. But anyways, the first one I went to, Eric Church actually like was direct support for Metallica and people loved it. Whereas there were other bands that day that literally got booed off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> What is but, Metallica? <laughs> you know, it's a little band. They, they've been <laughs> but yeah, that that whole that whole that particular experience kind of opened my eyes to that. That like, oh, maybe you know, it's not like uh, I can only listen to metal or I can only listen to rock. Or, well, I think you know. like the generation is now with like having you know from the iPod on, like it's totally opened up just multi-genre listening because you don't have to listen to a whole record. And like, there's good things and bad things about that where you can just hop, skip around and, and listen to whatever you want. But I think that's really opened people up to like not being so genre specific on, on what they want to listen to. Right. And also, you know, listening to what yeah. like the radio is like, down your throat. Records yeah. have gone like out the window. It's yeah. almost pointless to even record a record because nobody's ever going to listen to it all the way through, you know? So there's like pros and cons to that. There's, um, yeah. I mean, there's a big difference as well within genres of quality. Um, like Brendan said, the radio stuff being shoved down your throat is very different yeah. to what actually exists within the genres. Because um, I, I really like a lot of country music, but I hate, <laughs> yeah. you know, pickup truck oh, yeah. country, the stuff that you hear on the radio. Like, um, <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff. Like if you look at the classics, like Johnny Cash and all those outlaw dudes, and then there's like the dark country, which is a new movement with all the gothic influences and stuff. There's a heap of good stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of garbage too. It's the same with any yeah. genre. Yeah, like, any genre is like that. that. Accurate. We actually we've done a couple, one or two shows now where we've had like multi-genre bills that we kind of put together that it went over pretty well. That's yeah, awesome. You gotta have a little yeah. fun for everybody, a little variety, you know. Unless you just want to have like one of those like kicking back a bunch of brews and singing along type songs, yeah. you know. I feel like, like we've we've actually gotten some loyal fans out of doing stuff like that because you're you're getting exposed to an audience that typically may not take their time to come see you right it's um cool is they're okay. lucky to have you where, <laughs> wherever you're at you know what i mean like they like i I, we, I live near hartford you know so there's like some stuff going on and there there hasn't been in a little while but like you know we had the webster underground there and all that stuff and then just covid hit so i haven't really seen anything there but like there used, used to be yeah. a lot of cool bands that came through there you know it's um yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same thing i moved over to the u.s like oh, the month that everything went into lockdown and uh i was like yeah finally gonna get to see gigs again because like i lived in the u.s a while back and i spent every cent i had on just concerts because there's you know everyone in the world tours here um and it's I, you probably don't you might not know this but compared to other countries it's super cheap to go to gigs in, in the u.s like the, it's like a fraction wow. of the price in australia for new zealand like this is the same some acts that will cost you sixty yeah, bucks in the US plus one hundred and fifty in Australia. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And yeah. we've got like five cities worth touring in. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you get in the US, you just get in the van or something and drive. And there's like, oh, here's yeah, fifty yeah. places along the west coast I can stop at. Um, and in the US, Australia, you have to fly everywhere, so there's a cost of like, you know, you can't yeah. drive. It's like twelve hours between some major cities. Um, but like, yeah, I got here and I was like, oh yeah, finding new music and then everything just fell apart. But hopefully things are going to come around. We'll get some new live music again. Looking forward to it. The, um, the, the last gig I actually went to was Obituary um, playing one of their albums in full. And that was a super weird lineup as well because I just, you guys just reminded me of it saying some of the bills you played. Oh, yeah. Where, I mean, you guys know Obituary, right? Like the, the death metal act. Yeah. Um, the guys who opened for them was a two-piece punk band, two-piece punk comedy band um, both of the dudes were in <laughs> Borat mankinis. Um, uh, they told jokes and then just played. It was like one guitarist, one drummer, and the songs were about like meaning dolphins you become friends with. So it was the weirdest shit. And that, that opened for a bitch, and half the audience was like, What's "What the hell is going on here?" Like, I want to check yeah. them out. But yeah, uh, I, I can find it and I can send it to you guys later. Okay. I, it would take me a little bit of digging to find it. It's some super obscure, okay. like random local act from the city I lived in. Oh, yeah. 
That's funny. <laughs> what 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 was the weirdest bill you've been on? Was like your, the one that made the least sense for you guys. Motorcycle rally. Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, it was billed as a motorcycle. What's up? Do them both. So it was billed as a motorcycle <laughs> rally, and we both. show up and we're in this like winery, which is cement and glass. Yeah, yeah. mind you. And it's like, did you guys know what type of band we were before you booked us? Like, we're a rock band. Like, this is not going to go over well. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, it was just, it was just, they were like, can you play quieter? And it's like, not really. Everyone was, like, seated and and they're just, like, dragging their tables further and further from the stage. But we did get... We did get at like a really hardcore fan of that who's the bartender. Yeah. And like she was loving it, you know, like she was she was all about she it. She was requesting songs. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. I remember asking the lady that booked us, I was like, Hey, did you happen to look at like what kind of band we are? And then she like went and did some things. She's like, Well, I mean, we don't have anywhere else to put you and if you don't play, you don't get paid. So we were just like, well, All right, cool. Let's okay, do it. We're, yeah. Okay, we're playing. <laughs> and it's like uh we kind of like we kind of give it all like anytime we play so it's not like we're gonna like give them true villains light you know so yeah that was probably that was probably the weirdest show or maybe the one in the yeah what we were on tour with steel panther and uh there was like an an off day and we were trying to book a show kind of routing to the next city uh and so we played at a really small place in boone north carolina and we ended up uh, setting off the smoke alarms with our geysers. <laughs> and so the fire marshal had to come out, <laughs> which anytime that happens, the bar gets fined. So but the bar was like, y'all can come back and play anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that day uh, where we played <laughs> in like awesome. a shopping mall? Like the venue was in Florida and it was in a mall. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Maverick. That was the last gig that, that ever was happened. the last gig that was ever going to be played at this place. So like all the all the like stores were clearing out. Yeah. Uh, they were shutting down the mall, but they had one last show there, and there was no access to the venue. You had to literally wheel your stuff like through the yeah. food court yeah. of this mall. That's right. But like all the places were abandoned, so it looked like something out of like a apocalyptic video game. Like you Tony Hawk like, Pro Skater. Yeah, like you, you, well, yeah, or like Evil Dead or something. Like you thought that like it just was creepy, you know, like the little like buzzing neon lights like blinking, and all the signs were like you know, askew and I was like, dude, what is going on? This is, this is creepy. Yeah, that, that was an interesting one. That was the one where I, I signed that woman's, uh, like that. and her, and her like 19 year old boyfriend oh, got, yeah. got very upset with me. She was like, she was like a 50 year old who like, nice. dates teenagers <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> honey badger, right? Yeah. Like said, a honey badger. A honey badger. Yeah. Okay. I just remember that. I remember when the honey had- badger. Yeah. <laughs> that's a older than a cougar a cougar right you know the, like the best part of that particular story is when yeah. the, thing, the guy turned around and, like, pulled his shirt down and looked at Greg. he's like i have chest hair too he was hurt <laughs> That's that's amazing. Sounds like that could have been like a music video yeah, for you guys, yeah. just like you in that creepy structure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Come on, let's get out of here, Benny. <laughs> I uh, I actually you just reminded me of probably the weirdest musical experience I've had in my whole life was um, I was in Thailand. Um, I was just kind of traveling by myself, and I was at this bar having a beer. And over the fence was this like fancy swanky venue um, with all these middle-aged people in suits. And it was like a swing, uh, string band, like classic string band on stage. And this was, yeah. back, you guys remember that song, What Does the Fox Say? Uh, so th- that was like, yeah, that was super popular at the time. And for some reason, this like string band started playing <laughs> the classic music cover of What Does the Fox Say? I puke. And uh, there was like the lead singer on stage, who's obviously like a Thai guy, and he's like singing, like like <laughs> swooning, awesome. crooning. What does the fox say? And all all these <laughs> middle aged people in suits are slow dancing to it. And it was just a weird. I don't know. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Like like Richard Cheese status, or like 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 just like very very slow. 
like <laughs> like slow it's like well yeah like a waltz type thing i don't know i don't know the, the term but uh, it, it was like yeah arms around each other like head to press into neck <laughs> slow dancing to what does the fox say in like, suits have I, have I been drugged <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know like is this really happening is this reality <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. exactly and i actually was drugged on that trip but it wasn't at that point but uh, that, that's a whole different story um anyway uh we're slightly off topic um kind of <laughs> wanted to ask you guys um what's your feeling on the uh obviously the last few years it's been a massive revival in classic genres um we've had the like you know the throwback movement to um classic rock so you've had those bands like Greta Van Fleet and stuff reaching you know mainstream status and winning awards again um how do you guys feel about you know all this music coming back and do you think it's kind of going to make a comeback or do you think uh, it's just a phase that's going to fizzle I out I don't think it ever really went away I just think it's not you know super mainstream like it used to be I think while I may not be the biggest fan of some of the, those uh more throwback bands I think that it's good overall for the genre you know at least turning people on to it yeah but the, the only way for it to sustain i think is to uh to to continue to kind of push the boundaries as um you know having a, a modern active rock vibe marrying the classic rock kind of influence but not being just like a hard niche classic rock throwback band because that's not sustainable i don't think uh, i think that's more of a phase but uh i do think that the the rock revival will continue as long as there are bands that that push the envelope and push the boundaries yeah i, I agree with you on that one i think like there, there are those bands that are definitely 100 percent just playing the old sound again because people like it but there's definitely like more of a movement like you guys of people who are trying to sort of fuse the old style with the newer newer music and hopefully um people are receptive to it like they have been recently um because it's kind of good to see more sort of rock music playing on the radio again yeah, um, like, like rappers are so. trying to be like rock stars now i don't know if you've noticed but like they've like transitioned into rock or what they call quote unquote rock sure right now which kind of sounds more like like pop yeah music, yeah yeah but they're calling it rock and like wearing leather jackets and studs and stuff and it's just mm-hmm. like oh gosh yeah. but you know what if it if it makes people kind of turn their ear away from what they normally listen to and and want to listen to heavier music like yeah good on them rock has been permeating like every popular genre for decades i mean think about like jason aldean think about post malone you know yeah, it's, we'll it's, go back to like aerosmith and, and dmc of course you know, like, running yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. but it's yeah it's it's all over popular music still yeah like always has been yeah yeah <clears throat> Yeah, um, I mean, even, yeah. even people like Miley Cyrus, her last album was kind of like a pop punkish thing, and she said she's going to do a Metallica cover album. So that's kind of Wait, cool to that, see pop stars branching out into those areas yeah. again. Yeah, I think she's. I read a couple of things yeah, saying she would. I don't know if it's true, but people are saying she is. Overall, it's good because her fans are probably so much younger that maybe would never go out of their way to listen to Metallica. Yeah. Exactly. I, right. I, I think it's kind of stupid to turn people away from that and be like, well, Miley Cyrus shouldn't cover Metallica because she's going to ruin it. Like, you should want people to be exposed to that music if that's yeah. the type of music that you love. Right. It's like how Ozzy Osbourne, he got so many new fans from that, that song he did with Post Malone. Like, a lot of young people were like, who is this guy? Yeah, I, I mean, like, he yeah. even did a song with Elton John, like, you know what I mean? There was yeah. that yeah. where, like, people were like, who's this Ozzy yeah. Osbourne character? Like, Post Malone made him famous. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, this reality You're talking about the, the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that person you're trolling or like do you think they're really that naive? I don't no, know. it's it's a real thing. I've I've spoken oh, to people like I've never crazy. heard of him until like, he was on this song. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> your parents obviously didn't love you if they you know, didn't the, teach you the other like, thing I think like come on. Uh, <laughs> kind of specific to the rock genre is that the fans are so loyal to bands. You know, that's why, that's why I don't think it ever really went away. Because even if there's bands that maybe are yeah. like playing the radio every 10 minutes anymore, if they go out, they're still selling out decent-sized venues, you know, and they're still an, they're still an audience for it. Yeah. Metallica yeah. toured the Black Album for five years. Yeah. <laughs> five world tours. Yeah. I, I personally wish, and I might be like, you know, yeah, old school in my thinking, but I kind of, I miss, or I wish that people now would appreciate music like they did, say, even 20 years ago, where like, you got really excited when a band was putting a record out and you had to actually get in your car and drive to the record store, like, you know, or go to like a midnight release of your favorite band. Like all that is just kind of, kind of, yeah. you know, 
this this kind of yeah. like a bit of a revival movement with like you know how vinyls come so back into popularity and stuff like it's kind of there's like a group of people i guess in the music industry as fans who are still moving back yeah, into that sort of classic mindset that you're talking you know, it's about not, it's more of a process to get it i guess and turning your phone on and just logging in your spotify and mm-hmm. shuffling a playlist you know what i mean yeah I always right. saw people who kind of like put an album on shuffle of psychotic because the band has spent so much time and effort laying out the tracks and being like, this is how I want you to listen to it. This is how it should be listened to. You're like, fuck you. I'm putting on shuffle. I want to hear song eight first. Like, yeah, that makes no sense. You're like, oh, that one's a banger. But then you're like, you didn't listen to like what was intentionally led up into that to that banger, you know, like. Some albums make no sense as well. It's like a transition from a song that just comes out of nowhere. Like, why does the song start like that? Like, well, yeah, if you listen to the previous song, you know why. Anymore. Right, right, right. So, especially because like, if like, people, if someone shuffles a concept album, something's wrong with them. Like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I was thinking right. the same thing. It's like it's skipping like, yeah. a chapter in a book. Yeah, yeah. I just want to read uh, chapter seven first. It sounds good to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like if you're like, like yeah, you just like, or listening to a book even, you know, and you're just like, ah, I'm just going to skip 20 minutes. Fuck it. They should add a uh, shuffle but button to all audio back, books. Maybe. I personally yeah. wish that, you know, that kind of thing would come back a little more. Especially like younger, a little bit of a younger generation than us. Exactly. Yeah, for, for us, like people like, you know, who do what Brendan and I do, who review music, we have, you know, we listen to the album from start to finish because you need to, to fully appreciate it and be able to write about it accurately. Um, I know that there are some people out there who review music who just listen to like one or two tracks, but uh, I'm not criticizing them because, I mean, it's a time yeah. frame thing, but you should really I listen to the, the whole the thing if you're going to write something album about it. With the album oh, absolutely. And the liner notes and like the sequencing, the track listing, I think it's the greatest art form that has ever existed, honestly. Yeah, I used to like when I used to I used to collect CDs and I can't anymore because I've been moving around so much. I still buy some every now and then, but I just move. I've been moving internationally for a while now. And it's really hard to transport stuff. But um, back when I used to always buy CDs, I used to get so excited about taking out the album art from the sleeve and like yeah. leaving the linear mm-hmm. notes and the lyrics and this stuff. Sounds and weird, but like it's a whole experience. they having like, the physical okay, copy, like frames. vinyl. You know what I mean? Like you get that. Like I don't know. Is that weird? Oh, maybe I'm... No, and it appeals to all of the senses. Yeah. No, That's no, no, no. Experience. No. Yes. <laughs> You're like, whoa, there it is. It's shiny. You know, it's <laughs> colored or is it black? Like, what does it taste it... like? Yeah. Does it well, break easily? What about you guys? Like, what, what's your favorite sort of format? Do you like vinyl, CD, or going back to cassette, which is making a comeback? Or how do you guys listen to your I mean, music? I, I Other than digital, obviously. Vinyl collection when I was living in California, but I sold most of it because they're so uh, cumbersome to move across the country with like that. And I actually like, yeah. I didn't realize how valuable yeah. vinyl is. Because like when I sold it, I made like a pretty, a pretty, like it paid for all of the gas to get from California, like to nashville and it was just like man like i didn't i didn't realize how much people actually still mm-hmm. cared about vinyl and, and the value that that vinyl holds today but yeah i i definitely like if i like a band a lot i will definitely order like a vinyl and like my my you know family knows that that's what i like so for christmas like that's what they get me as gifts is is like vinyl of, of a band that i like and you know, they usually have to order it from like Sweden or something. So they have to order it like February, <laughs> the year before Christmas for it to get here on time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I need to get a record player. I have a whole yeah, it's like, definitely sound system set up. But an I expensive habit because I mean, you have to like buy. And, like a, I mean, if you're going to uh, have a nice set of speakers, you have to buy like a preamp for it. And, or if you have like a sub or something and to really get the experience. I have, uh, you know, like a little um, console set up, this and that. It's got the the preamp inside of it. So, like, all I have to do is buy a, a phonograph and plug it in, and it's yeah. ready to go. But I just – I don't have a space for it right now. And so, it's just kind of in a box. And then I've, like – I have all my, yeah. like, vinyl that, like, that my mom gave me from when she was a kid, you know, a teenager and all that stuff. And then, 
you know, her starting to grow yeah. up before like fleet... they made the switch to cassettes oh, and eight tracks and I all that crap. Wood, uh, I have a Fleetwood Mac and, uh, vinyl. That was my mom. No, no, you're good. I was about you Fleetwood has her maiden last name, I like too. written in pen, like which I thought was pretty cool because it was hers from when she was like you know, on... nineteen. Yep. So. Yeah, I have a Beatles white album and it says <laughs> my mom's last name on it. Like, and I'm just like, Ma, why'd you write on this? <laughs> like, I have like, you know, I have like, and I have two of them. Like, there's two of them and they both have her name inscribed on. One's in the front, one's in the inside of it. You know, it's just like, Ma, <laughs> you didn't know what you were doing at the time, but like, whoo, these vinyls are nice. Yeah, I've got a shit ton of Beatles albums from my mom and then I have a bunch of like Johnny Cash from my grandma. Awesome. And like, stuff like that i have a bunch of led zeppelin i have black sabbath for my mom you know like she had a bunch of cool stuff but yeah i gotta stop slacking and get some vinyl player there's um it's like it's gonna sound super hipster but actually like going to like secondhand stores and thrift shops and yeah, looking at the vinyl bins uh, it's like they have some crazy good stuff with Michael that Jackson's cheap. like one of my favorite um, artists and i found um an original pressing of thriller in a in a kentucky thrift store for like $15 and I was like what uh and uh like I looked it up awesome. on eBay and they're going for like 150 so I was like yeah I'm definitely picking this one up so Kentucky thrift store thank you for the <laughs> the, the find yeah buddy that's cool yeah, there's this place uh in Australia um it was this tiny tiny town in the middle of nowhere and they had this like two-story thrift shop um, and they had an entire room of just vinyl, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can just take it, bring a box, and fill it for five bucks." Um, and oh, yeah. there was some like really good stuff in there. I was like, "You guys have know you guys what you even have LA, in this yeah. room?" Like, I don't think you do. Amazing place. Didn't they shut down though? Did they? Yeah, I think they shut down. Yeah, I don't know if they I did. I went to that. I went to the one in San yeah, Francisco. The one in Los Angeles is like twice as big as the one in San Francisco. It's massive. Yeah, but that time in my life, I was into tons of hip hop, so I was like scourging like for all like the living legends. Yeah, stuff and, they, and they put and out like sample like, just, ones too, oh, like crazy. where you can like if you're crazy. a DJ and you want to like sample the beat that they're doing like without the the lyrics or the raps on top of that, so you can find those too. Like if you really dig at like Amoeba or or record stores like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was it was a ton of fun going out that way. I haven't been out there in years. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about LA, right? Yeah, it's it's really like it's kind of sad at the moment because I I mean I, sp- I lived in the US previously and I'm back now obviously, but with COVID and stuff, the city is kind of like in a state of ruin a little bit. Um, I, I was there the other day and it's really Damn. it's not looking good. Um, things are looking pretty trashed. Yeah, it's a bit sad, but I mean I'm sure yeah. everyone is kind of struggling like that at the moment. <laughs> um, it's been a weird year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um hang last year was just one of those things that's like everybody's just gonna talk about how shitty it was like you know i i know i had my fair share of personal bullshit going on and then some people had it worse and some people were i don't know man it was just a shit show yep yeah i uh i haven't been able to work since last february um because the work visa process is so slow with all the stuff going on with covid that they still haven't gotten me my documents so that's been a nightmare. But um, I mean, there, there was a plus, the only plus side to the year was that it's probably one of the best years in human history for musical output. Um, yeah. yeah. The bands have just yeah. been churning stuff out because I haven't been able to tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and yeah, this year is going to be sick too with all the people that didn't like, you know, that like didn't put out something last year yeah. and were working yeah. on something. You know what I mean? They had the time to fucking make it good. You know, so 21 releases are going to be insane, I think. It has been already, like January and February. Yeah. There was like, it's, it's yeah. not even uh, yeah, time some day stuff to yeah, stuff coming out. Yeah, what you're listening to. Oh, we can do. Um, I'll, I'll send you a link to our website as well. It's all published up there. We do like a couple of reviews a day type thing generally. Yeah, But we also do a monthly playlist. If you guys want to check it, that's probably the best way actually to uh, to listen to. We, we oh, put, yeah. Cool. We oh, put one awesome. track from every album um, that we review on Spotify. If they're on Spotify. Yeah, if they're on Spotify. Not everyone is. Um, there's, yeah. there's those people that are against Spotify. But yeah, um, Brendan generally has a couple of like fun questions to wrap up the, uh, the interview right. for the last portion. So um, I'm going to let him uh, take over here. 
right. Well, um, what are you guys' um, you know, oh, your man. guilty pleasure bands? Or it's songs? A good for us to answer this. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna ruin our image. Yeah, like Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, like the, the type of stuff that's like, you know, you're like your friend comes over and you're like, Oh shit, I gotta turn this off real quick. You're like switch it. Like, oh, I was not just listening Man. to that, and they're like, "Oh, for, you for me, were." Yeah, I a lot of, uh, probably what maybe it would be considered embarrassing pop music when I'm, you know, yeah, wanting something different. Well, because we, I mean, we play so much rock, and like that's what we write. That like a lot of times, like when I get in my car or you know whatever, I like to listen to different types of genres. So I would say I don't have a specific band, but just pop. Like I, I really like to kind of yeah. take me out of that headspace of, of rock, you know, and, and they're very similar too, you know, like um, melody wise, it's just production is different. And so I'm trying to think of like something that would be embarrassing, but like, I don't really like, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. I don't feel, I love Michael Jackson. I mean, I, I would, awesome. I'm looking at it from a perspective, like some, I'm a big like motorcycle enthusiast and sometimes I'm riding around on my Harley. I'm like listening to Dua Lipa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like if people could hear it they'd be like what's <laughs> uh, yeah that, that, that would be mine I guess I think that probably goes for all of us yeah <clears throat> I actually like listening to that stuff because sometimes it can trigger like a riff idea oh, yeah. a cool right pattern. Um, what, who are uh, some like your uh, influences for cover songs and, and things of like that like you know um, I saw on your live like on your YouTube um you know take me home tonight stuff like that like i'm sure you guys have done a lot of other cool covers but like um what uh what kind of brings uh, those all, i mean well the, the almost... cover the cover stuff is like you know uh you, i th- i feel like you got to grab one that you think that the majority of the people are gonna just immediately resonate with because like when you play a cover oftentimes it's it's because you're the opening band and you need to do something to like grab the people's attention because they don't know any of your songs so yeah, that's where that came about. And that's such an awesome song. So, uh, yeah, we try to pick songs that are like, you know, recognizable, like Matt said, uh, but also some, something that we can that can be sort of transformative. So yeah, like, kind of feel the crowd. Song, it is somewhat rock, but we like obviously take it to another level with the rock. So that there's we try to just transform it into kind of our own thing. But everybody still yeah. knows exactly what it is. Yeah. I would say one of my favorite things we did, we played a Halloween show last year and I grew up listening to Rob Zombie, like loved Rob Zombie. And we played Dragula oh, yeah. and we added, we added this like super heavy breakdown, like uh, in the middle awesome of it, song. Like, really cool riff that just came out of nowhere. And um, like, yeah, just doing things <laughs> like that, like kind of like taking it and making it your own, like Greg was saying to, cause then at that point you're just, yeah. Uh, you're just playing what's on the record, right? Unless you actually take it and do something with it. We've done Thriller at a Halloween show. Oh, too. yeah, that was awesome. That was... Oh, same thing with that, yeah, too. Yeah, we had a breakdown at the end. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Just... Nice. <laughs> yeah, we just, you know, do, wow. we usually do a cover here. Oh, I want to see that. That'd be we fun. try to do something that we can make our own and, and something that you don't hear people play mm-hmm. super often. We do uh, The Hills by the Weekend, but it's, like, super heavy. So... Yeah, that one, that one's fun too. <laughs> Are any of these like yeah. videos up anywhere of these shows? Because I'd love a, to see some like of these colors. Quality video somewhere of uh, ah, that's a shame. I don't know. I don't know who has it. If you guys could open up for any band, um, you know, you guys like it, it doesn't matter. They could be alive or dead. Um, you know, you do like basically like kind of like an ultimate kind of concert. Idea, um, like you know, who, yeah, I, who I, would you want to open up say for? Metallica or uh, Guns and Roses? That'd be fun. I think it'd be, be kind of fun. I saw Metallica live once when I was in high school. It was a, a shit oh, hell yeah, oh, nice. it's a good they live cover show. songs too. They, they did the cool uh, Misfits covers, you know, like for us. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> and then everybody just left. Yeah, at least would get like the show poster out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say, I mean, I love Michael Jackson, so I definitely would want to do something with, with Michael Jackson. He's dead, though, so can't do it. Yeah, that's true, the hologram. Yeah. yeah there is the hologram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just had Michael Jackson hologram in your show, and he can just back you guys up. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> then the hologram goes off and like now he's Jackson's all been waiting for the tip bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on guys, let's go. Throw it down. And then uh, this kind of like ties in with like the guilty pleasure almost, but um, like, well, what bands have you guys been uh, listening to? Like, what are you guys into? Kind of, I mean, I go back outside of like obviously the rock, you know stuff that inspires your music. Like the main thing, so yeah, I guess a band, a couple bands in the pop genre are a band called The Strike that I've been really listening, digging right now, and then The Midnight is like my all-time favorite like pop band, uh, and then. I, you know, always go back to like Misfits is like my go-to driving in the car, but it doesn't help with road rage when you got like the Misfits <laughs> going on and some guy cuts it off. But... Yeah. <laughs> it, it depends on like Michael what Graves. era of Misfits though Michael too. Graves. Like, you know, yeah, I everyone, love like that kind of second era Graves, where, you know, so like much it, better. It yeah, was either Michael Yeah. Like, but like, like it was either that or they made more money and were able to afford to oh, not man. record in their garage. So it's like, there's a lot of, you know, factors that go into it. Yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah, dude. I'd love to see yeah. them like do well, like a reunion show this and that and like um, actually do like, you know, dig up her bones or something like, like two in Vegas, one at, or two in Madison square garden, one at Staples center with, uh, with Doyle, Von Frankenstein, um, uh, Jerry only, and Danzig, like they did a reunion show. It was only like six shows. They were doing, they were booking it one show at a time because I guess the quote was they wanted to see if they could get along yeah. with each other. <laughs> so like that's why they didn't book a tour. But yeah, I would love to see him with Michael. I mean, <laughs> he still plays like he plays out in, like dive bars, like and just plays Misfits tunes, like a solo. But yeah, I've actually been listening to. Uh... For some yeah. reason, a couple weeks ago, I like remembered all these cool songs that used to be in motocross videos that I would watch when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like I went and dug up some of those bands like Hot Water Music. Uh, there's a really cool band called Strung Out. Uh, I think there's some Motion City soundtrack songs in there, like a bunch of kind of punk, punk rock in- influence stuff. What about you, Greg? Nice. Uh, I've been going back through some old Animal Collective records like Strawberry Jam and Meriwether Post Pavilion, just uh, you know the the cool kind of soundscape. Nice, sort of, you know, where's the song? There's a beautiful song in here, but you gotta kind of work for it. Hmm. What about you, Brendan? What uh, what have you been jamming? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, well, last couple of days I've been jamming. Uh, you know, true villains. It's been fun. <laughs> My wife has been like, "What's going on? Are you all right? Like, I actually <laughs> like the music you're playing today. You know." Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of um basically oh god I got to pull up my uh like, like too many different things um <laughs> I go from like you know hardcore to like the you know the ambient music I actually was just listening to a bunch of uh, Arthur and Punisher um, Oh that's good stuff from San Diego cool, man. Yeah um Arthur and Punisher um industrial one-man project it's pretty cool yeah it's it's a lot of fun uh he's pretty cool i i just listened to the new clouds uh taste Tanic, um and they have some cool instrumental covers love that um and then i've just been digging uh these two bands i just found out about uh crushing sun and uh wells valley uh and a third band uh stots or Sots. Um, those guys are like some pummeling, really cool, um, like blackened, kind of atmospheric, just, you know, that kind of nutty, nutty stuff. Um, <laughs> oh. Big week. <laughs> yeah. yeah i kind of went down a weird rabbit hole on apple music i found this category called worldwide that literally just has every type of music from like random countries you never hear music from um and i found this label called sahil sounds this s-a-a-t-l sounds um that puts music out of africa um and they got a bunch of really cool shit uh found this band i became obsessed with called wow wow collective um it's actually an anthropology experiment 
from the Swedish dude. He went to uh, Senegal and uh, recorded 20 artists and then went back to Sweden, recorded a bunch of other ones and then jammed their music together. And uh, it's like a, it's everything. It's got like reggae, spiritual jazz, like some religious stuff from Africa, psychedelic rock, uh, punk. Yeah, it's really cool shit. Um, and then another band that they put out called Maduo Mokta, which is from Niger, which is like just for on like a uh, psychedelic rock, a lot of like that, guitar shredding, really cool that stuff. Just that's where I'm at. I'm uh, like, still, a lot of weird world music. Vinyl, but the vinyl, like, sleeve is made of acid you just like rip it up and like put it on your tongue <laughs> 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 yeah and contact the label and uh, recommend it <laughs> i have an idea for you uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah uh, people will start me. losing them like the records though they like set it down somewhere and then forget where it was <laughs> Brendan, uh, you got anything else for us, or is that was that the last of your? Uh, uh, I think that was it for me. I was good. Um, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff that you know, kind of these things just answer themselves in a way. You know, um, yeah, I'm good. I, I got one more question for you guys, then. Uh, well, two actually. Uh, one uh, is uh, if people want to check you guys out, uh, what's the best place for them to go do that? Handle, I believe that is our Facebook. If you type in Facebook.com/slash True Villains Nashville. Uh, and then Spotify, Apple Music, basically anywhere you can stream music, just under True Villains. A before the I, though. <laughs> the traditional spellings of, yeah. the, of everything. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, we're, uh, <laughs> I think we just made a TikTok a little bit late to that game, but that should be uh, and, uh, we'll be posting more yeah. stuff on there, too. Fun experiment. Yeah. Nice. And uh, lastly, I just want to say, like, uh, do you guys have anything you want to sort of talk about that's coming I mean, up? Like, do you want to tell anything about hey, everyone uh, about, you know, some stuff you're working on? we got a pretty, pretty dope motorcycle rally that we're playing uh, about an hour outside of Nashville coming up and just trying to trying to get back out on the road this year, hopefully, and keep doing what we were doing until COVID killed it all, you know? Yeah, so <laughs> stay tuned because yeah. there's, there's stuff in the works for sure. Hell yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thanks so well, much for having me. Uh, I want to say thanks for Thanks coming on. Uh, it was a good chat. You guys are awesome to talk to. Yeah, no worries. Um, the, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Um, that was True Villains. Uh, check out their music uh, after this podcast. Uh, make sure to show them some support.